0: Enemy might not remember our name, but rest assured, neither will you. Live from the Adventures Academy, the Imperian decree.
1: Twenty years ago, the sky went dark over Boudrevelt. A ripple of green light cut clouds in half and spread across the entire elven kingdom. The Empire of Divine Spiritus, a nation that had lasted for 40,000 years, had fallen. The cries of people who were sacrificed that night would be etched in the history of Selenial. Every religion, every prophecy, every foretelling of events had been wrong. The heroes who were destined to save the world had failed, and then disappeared. The remainder of the surviving elves have gathered together and taken up residence while helping to expand the citadel at Mola. An additional colony of elves have slowly been piecing itself back together in the dragonborn kingdom of the north. The Eastern side of Mola has become known as the face central district or FCD. They keep to themselves at most times, but there is a growing tension between the humans and elves as they fight for resources inside the city. By day, the citadel is a bustling territory all to itself where at night great bonfires and open-air taverns are filled to the brim with all paths coming together to bring any bit of cheer and relief they can to their own lives. As you walk through the streets, you may hear stories or songs, all of the Arkan flying across the sky, or of the heroes who failed when the world needed them the most, instead plunging the world into darkness. As you stroll down the street, you stop and turn, hearing people cheering inside a tavern, you can already feel the fire coming from inside. There's a figure standing up on a table. And he starts looking across, his arms moving as he silences the crowd. And even from there, you can hear him speak. In days of old, when shadows fell, a land beset by a wicked spell, four heroes rose with hearts of fire to quell the darkness and to never tire. Veric the cleric, strong and wise, With hammer's might, he forged the skies. His anvil song, a symphony grand for a land united, he took a stand. Beneath his hands, the metal sang. armor and weapons, with a clang and a bang. Yet Loth's web, it wove so tight, his sacred fire dimmed in night. Thea the paladin, her oath not held nigh. With radiant armor, she failed to touch the sky. While her sword was ablaze with bloody wrath to cut through darkness's treacherous path, she smote the wicked and the light. Defending the innocent during day and night. But Loth's deceit, it led her astray. Her noble heart and shadows did sway. And the a lost king, relentless and keen. With royal blade he fought unseen, Tracking the queen's minions vile Through haunted woods and the devil's isle. His blood oath sworn he hunted the foe, But Loth's whispers they did so. Seeds of doubt in his resolute heart, Tearing his purpose and strength apart. Asterion, the prince of water so free his steps a dance of wind and sea with fists like tempest he struck the earth to bring down evil and prove his worth through labyrinth and caves he tread where loth's power had spread but her silk threads they ensnared his soul his spirit ensnared beyond control for heroes strong a fellowship true their destinies entwined and their courage grew against the spider queen they stood in a battlefield fierce they thought they could Yet lull's deceit, a wicked brew, At poisoned hearts and ambition slew. Despite their valor, their might and skill, the spider's web was stronger still. The land succumbed, in shadow it drowned. And as the heroes faltered, destiny frowned. A tale of valor, of loss and woe, etched in time forever to show. There's a mix of cheers, and among them toasts both to the fallen empire and those who are still feeling the loss of family members and loved ones. You lift your head up and pass continuing your way down
2: the large streets of the citadel at Mola. Well, hello there. The name's Paul. I, uh, have been a follower of the world mother for as long as I can remember. And, uh, raised a nice family my wife served her and I raised three great kids who all serve the world mother as well now they've all returned home and I think it's time I stretch my legs nothing like waiting until you're 397 I think it is Uh To go out and leave your mark on other people's kneecaps. I'm out here. uh, The world's a little different than the last time I left my grove. But I'm uh, traveling with a new friend. Hopefully going to meet plenty more. Uh, The city's a lot. I like the trees better. You're never alone. When you're with trees. Well. We'll see where the road takes us. And we'll go from there. To adventure. Paw is a. Uh. Fearbulg. Uh, about. Seven foot. Eleven. Um. He stands towering over. Everybody. Um. Except for. Two of his three kids. Uh. He has uh, graying hair and fur, Uh, his hair stained uh, like a dark bluish purple, Um, and is always wandering around with this uh, purple little pouch that he will occasionally stick a hand in and eat some berries from. He is slow to anger and slow to judge, but is always willing to lend a hand. Definitely uh, the grandpa of this group.
0: Rin stands at approximately six foot four and weighs a little over 200 pounds when he's fully dressed for war. He's a soldier, so his kit is practical. As is the tradition of his kin, He wears an expressionless metal mask with ornate filigree in the aesthetic of an owl. This is worn to protect both his anonymity and, as a deference to the gods of Selenial, as his own kin are said to have been blessed by their creator. A river of flowing silver hair, which darkens towards the tip, is generally worn in such a way as to veil or obscure the gruesome scars along the left side of his face when he's not wearing his mask. If it weren't for the damage done to his alabaster skin, Rin might even be said to be a visage of elven beauty. However, whatever ethereal grace is left to him is strangely anchored to a subtle glow of silver blue within his eyes.
3: Hello, and welcome. My name is... William but also Wilhelm but also uh Willard but I, I mean really just between you and i it's it's the sound of pages scrubbing together isn't that a lovely sound it was given to me by my parents they own the quill and scroll Lib- library literary literarium Liter- literacy it's it's a bookshop and We sell all kinds of things in that bookshop, but I've read so many adventures. I can't fit all of those books inside my bag or in my parcels or in my pouches on my belt. There's not enough room. But I will say this. I may not be old enough to go into the back room of the library where all of the special things are kept, but I am allowed go adventuring now I do all kinds of adventuring up this street and down that one and sometimes I even deliver important parcels so really I'm quite the adventurer already and I can't wait to see what this universe has to offer me and my magical wizarding skills So you follow along with me, adventurer. You come along with me and I will keep track of these stories and hide them here in my proper wizard's hat along with other trinkets that might be useful along the way.
4: My name is Ava. My name is Ava. It's My name is Ava. It's been eight months, eight long months of training and honing my skills. Firstly, as a ranger, and secondly, as a slayer of monsters. I took any mission I could, anything to drown out the heartache that threatens to crush me if I let it. And now here I am in the city of Mola. I have found that I am thankful for my waist-long dark brown hair that hides my pointed ears from the prying eyes of the human inhabitants. I'm a half-elf cut between two worlds. My blue-gray eyes are quick to scan the streets and new surroundings, hoping to find what I was sent here by the Legion to hunt down. The deja vu comes and goes, just as the stars come and go each night, and yet one thing is certain. I will not fail again. I must not fail again.
5: Hatched twenty years ago, Firespit Azark is a bit of an oddity among the Dragonborn, being neither chromatic nor metallic, but a new classification named Gem Dragonborn. Growing up, Fy did their best to fit in, but many of the other hatchings avoided them for how different they were. Instead, they turned to stories, finding comfort in their tales. Four years ago, as more and more gem dragonborn were hatched, there was a growing tension in talks of how to deal with them. Talks of smashing eggs. They got scared, tried to, tried to save what they could, but only managed to flee with a single egg. Fleeing south, Fy stumbled into to Paul's grove and was welcomed in. Now they've left to join Paul and seeing the world. Standing about five foot six, uh, they they have studies as a bard, using their tail to balance as they draw their bow to defend themselves at a distance.